What's up, guys? Welcome to the podcast. My name is Aaron. And I'm James. And we just want to welcome you to the Dads of Destiny. So just to give you a quick rundown, we have known each other for a long time. How long have we actually known each other, bro? Uh, I think my senior year of high school was at the church retreat on the beach. I think that's when we first met. Whoa, you were a senior then? That was my senior year. Dude, okay, so then that would be 2008. So Sounds about right. Or no, I w- that was my... I thought that would have been my senior year. Pretty close. So, no, no, no. You know what? I'm wrong. 2010. 2010. Okay, so that one was actually 2009. It was? Yeah, so that was 2009. Oh, okay. I guess then, it was going into my senior year. Yeah, yeah. So, so that makes, then, then that makes a lot more sense. Um, so, yeah, I so, said, wow, man, that's wild. So, um, man, dude, that's, golly, that's 12 years we've known each other. So, <laughs> feels so, like yesterday. I feel dude, like I'm not that far removed from right. high school, but I, Definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And so, and, and I was a youth leader there. And so yeah. me and me and my wife were there. So that's, that's a lot of fun. Well, we, so we met, um, and then we kind of had disconnected, started going to different places, different churches. You went I was to, living in Arkansas for an extended amount of time. Yeah. And then by the time I had moved back, I joined the Air Force relatively soon after and was living in, um, close to San Francisco, like the Bay Area. Um, then we moved, when we moved back to Texas, we moved to Buda. So we were kind of far, far away. Then COVID happened. We moved back to San Antonio. And then that's kind of when we reconnected. Yeah. We started playing basketball together. And then uh, I started sharing like, hey, dude, I'm really into, you know, we, we were talking video games. And then while we were out there on the court, and then I was like, dude, actually, I only play like one game a lot now. And that's, Destiny, and I was super, super into the original Destiny back when I prior to having kids, and that was kind of the catalyst. I played Destiny two a little bit, but hadn't really dove in after kind of the first wave of like the Leviathan raid and everything like that. Gotcha, and kind of fell off. You mentioned something to me about you being into destiny and that kind of sparked the catalyst of me getting back into it. Yeah. And then, yeah. And I, and you did it. You were like, Oh man, I've done all the raids and stuff. And that wasn't something that I did, but I didn't play destiny one. I only really played destiny two. Cause I knew like destiny one was at the time, like such a time suck. And, uh, I had my first son then. And so I was like, dude, I can't be playing like tons of video games. Um, and spending time with uh, with my son, and then now, like you know, you're kind of like we're both in the, you know, we both have a, a our youngest are both the same same age, and then uh, yeah, we hit it off and we started talking about it, and come to find out, we both have the same. I'm guessing it's the same, the same favorite music artist. I think we would, I think I would agree on that. Come on, shout out to my boy Toby Nuigwe, friend of the pod. Yeah, wish. We wish. <laughs> Speaking wish. it into existence. Yes, absolutely. Toby, if you ever listen to this, thank you for just making we, Purpose popular. You know what I'm saying? That shout out 2017 or earlier. So good. But yeah, I love love we love, love me some Toby. We too are all pro dads. Yeah, for sure. That's 99 rated dads. Bam. Overall. Bang, sure. bang. So we're, we're super pumped. So, hey, so just yeah, to prep y'all, uh, what you're going to hear on our podcast, I mean, you're going to hear a whole lot of stuff just about life, being a dad, some video game stuff, some destiny stuff, uh, and then anything else that we find interest in. I'm letting you know right now, so I'm a huge, avid golfer. 
James. I am open to becoming a golfer. Oh, man. I don't know about avid. We'll see how, how much the interest is peaked. Yeah. So now James is super competitive. He's he's played sports. Uh, football was really good at. You know, we played basketball a few times together. And just a super athlete. And I told him, like, hey, golf is just there's a reason that people like Michael Jordan really got into golf. You know, I feel like it's for athletes. It's kind of once you're done playing your primary sport, there's just that desire within you to compete, compete and to strive towards something. And golf is such a technical sport from what I've heard that it constantly gives you something to strive for. There's constantly something to improve on. So for an athlete to transition out of not being able to compete at the level that they once were. Um, Cause my dad played professional sports. So I'd known a lot of professional athletes. Oh, for real? What, what did he play? He played football. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. Yes. He, um, he played in the arena football league and then did some like practice squad stuff for some NFL teams. And um, so a lot of the people that I've met through him that were big time professional athletes, they've picked up golf kind of towards the tail end of their careers. Cause it kind of scratched that itch for um, something to strive for. I think the main thing that people miss from sports is the camaraderie and the competitiveness yeah. and golf kind of, scratches that competitiveness itch and the camaraderie i mean you're out there on the course for like four hours together you know so like you're getting you know you're getting to um you know talk crap to each other kind of encourage each other help each other out you know and so your main sport uh you have like a less likelihood of getting injured you know Mm -hmm. uh because it's not really like you know it's a good way to kind of get some exercise whether you're walking or driving you know driving the cart whatever that may be but you're not getting, um, you know, like the motion of it, you can hurt your back a little bit, but you're not going to like blow your knee out, you know, like how you would like playing flag football, playing Mm -hmm. basketball, you know, you're not going to have somebody undercut you or like, you know, like you go to uh, a ligament or (laughs) pull some joint out of socket or some bone out of socket or anything like that. Hey, exactly, man. Exactly. So, so yeah, so we got a bunch of cool things coming up. So we'll be doing some golf stuff. Uh, we'll also be having some, uh, dude. You're just now getting into cooking, right? I like, am. I mainly grilling is kind of my area that I'm interested in. Um, during quarantine, I kind of, I, so I took the kids out of school. I stopped attending. I'm in um, a college student right now at, for exercise sports science. Um, and so I took those two years off, took our kids out of school and really wanted to not just be at home and blow up and wait. So I started kind of trying to learn how to cook and fell in love with it and just got a grill recently. Uh, that's kind of the area of interest I'm, um, most intrigued to learn more so on the culinary side of things. Yeah, dude, I've been smoking, like I plan on smoking like a pork butt later this week and then 
and then I'll be doing like a um, a dino rib over the weekend. So that's going to be one that you'll, you're one of our segments that you'll hear from us more. Uh, we're going to call that one "Old Dog New Tricks" as we get to talk about golf and and doing some some cooking and stuff. But let's go ahead and break it down a little bit, and let's go into um, our top five video games ever like we're fixing to just bring it through this is probably going to take a little while so uh if you make sure you share it with somebody if you if you don't agree with us hey send it to somebody let's find out hopefully it helps you start some conversations yeah oh yeah there you go send us some top fives so uh we're gonna go ahead and we'll, we'll go we'll go back and forth so let's start from number five and then we'll work our way up and so Go ahead. Like, let's hear your. Let's hear number five for you. So I've actually got some honorable mentions before I get to my number Ooh. five. Um, I love, love, love these games, but they're not necessarily the genre of game that really speaks to me. But they're kind of outside of the traditional, like fighting game or racing game. <clears throat> so one of my Two of my honorable mentions are fighting games. So Marvel versus Capcom 2. Oh. Which came out so good. I think Dreamcast. No, that was actually Marvel vs. Capcom 1. Marvel vs. Capcom 2 came out PlayStation on... PlayStation 2? PlayStation 2 and Marvel the Xbox. Marvel vs. Capcom 2 was on Dreamcast as well. Uh, it, it might have been later, but its initial release um, was the next-gen console. So that oh, okay. might have been like a, a, a reverb back, but gotcha, it was gotcha. it was one of the original Xboxes. And... Gotcha. Um, because uh, I just remember playing it on that huge, yeah. massive. Do you remember that first Xbox controller? I never had an Xbox. My so my cousin, he moved in with us, and uh, when we were living in Hawaii, he had an. He was an Xbox guy. I was a PlayStation guy. Okay. And he didn't want to play any of my PlayStation games. What a hater! I, I did. In turn, I didn't want to play any of his Xbox games. So I am completely oblivious. This is my first time owning an Xbox, so I've got a Series X, and the entire Xbox library is kind of foreign to me, so send me all of your Game Pass game recommendations. Yeah. Oh, which is definitely going to be one of those, you know, my guy here has never played no Halo. Halo. Never played Halo. Never played Halo. Do you know, like, have you ever watched a story online or anything like that on YouTube? So... One of my games that I think it's blasphemous that you watch the YouTube uh, story. Don't through. get there yet, bro. Don't I'm get there gonna, yet. I'm not going to get yeah. there yet. But when you told me that, it broke my heart just because I am an avid believer that playing through the game is an experience. And you just don't get that that from just watching someone else play it. Hey, Shout out to every dad who is like me <laughs> that is too busy. Oh, I too I get, busy. I get that, that's busy. all it is, bro. I get it's just busy. I'm I'm just too I busy. Like I, I love the I love the game. I'm like, oh, this is such a good game, bro. I'm feeling the hype, dude. What a great because now like games are not just how like, like it's not just Mega Man, you know. Yeah. Like like you're not gonna hit the like all your base now belong to us thing, you know. And what I'm, I'm like, I have to do every side quest everything before i move on with the main story so i'm playing through god of war ragnarok right now it can't it's i won't get there it's on my list but so it's one of my favorite games of all time i won't tell you where right now but god of war ragnarok came out probably two months ago and Uh it's been the only game i've been playing 
when I have the time. That's right, guys. And he I has totally. He has probably to- like twenty percent through it. Yeah, he's totally legit me on all raid invites, um, running a dungeon, whatever it is. Like my guy's just not with me. He is playing God of War because Destiny. Y'all- It'll be there. I don't want to get any spoilers or anything like that from God of War. One hundred percent. Yeah, Destiny will, will, will definitely always be there. Like they, especially their new their new setup on how they do stuff. Like it's just gonna be there a long time. Just like Destiny, it's always reliable. It'll always be there. Will always be there for you yeah. guys. Yeah. So all right. So so your honorable mentions okay. were one what? of them was Marvel versus Capcom two. Yeah. And along with that, uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee, kind of in the fighting game oh. genre. I say Melee just because it was a GameCube game and that era was when my friends and everybody that I was, that played the game that I knew, they were into it. So that, it's like the ultimate party game. 100%. The ultimate, like, kid, just chaos on the screen. You don't really need to be that technically good. If you are, it, you definitely can dominate some people, but it just hand a kid a controller Put on some Super Smash Brothers. It's a great time. Yeah, it's, Ultimate, it's always a blast. Ultimate is probably the better game just because it has the entire roster of Super Smash Brothers characters. I know but, you. Hey, look, I know if you're a, if you're a hardcore Smash fan out there, look, Melee's the one. Well, yeah, we got you. But we're but but hey, we're 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 two dads here. Okay, like we're trying to play something with our kids that. Like we're not like like it's not gonna be super complicated or like you said technical because yeah. like some of those guys be playing Evo or them tournaments. I don't want to. I don't want to play against you. I don't. One hundred percent. It's not fun. Yeah. Like I don't have the time to memorize all of the moves and the counters to everything and have the hand dexterity to compete at this high level. I just want to have fun. For sure. You, like they hit you with a touch of death. I don't know. If, you know, that's a Marvel term, but like touch of death is like, Oh, you get hit once. Like now you're watching a movie. Like, yeah. like they're just get to beat you up for five hours. You're watching the YouTube. Like Aaron, you're not actually playing. Easy, easy, easy. <laughs> okay. And my last honorable mention is Mario Kart double dash. It was also a GameCube game. And I don't know why they haven't implemented this mechanic in a Mario Kart game after the fact. So are you familiar with Double Dash? I'm not. So you have a cart, and traditionally Mario Kart is one character on one cart. Double Dash, it has a driver and someone that utilizes the items, the mushrooms, the shells. They throw all of that. Oh, okay. it would be like if now, if I had access to that game, It'd be a great game to play with my kids, to introduce them to Mario Kart or something. They could just throw the items. I could drive. It'd be a lot easier. Right. And that was kind of me at the time, just having fun with friends, put on some Mario Kart. It's a cooperative kind of experience, something unique to Mario Kart. But that's my honorable mention. So my number five, getting to the real list, Metal Gear Solid. Oh. That game. Oh, man. So phenomenal. Yeah. Now, which one are you talking about? The one on like the 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 first one. Or so the one on or not the first one, but the one on PlayStation, right? With, yes. With Solid Snake. Solid and Snake. The, I didn't play the original <laughs> Metal Gears. I've only played Metal Gear Solid. Okay. So I, I'm I'm having to like kind of like go back and like think like wait okay yeah that was the one that came out on the PlayStation. It was like mm-hmm. two or three discs, right? 
I think it was two discs. Okay. But my first introduction to it, I don't know if you remember, Pizza Hut used to give demo discs. And Bro, that was the move on a Friday I, night. You would do anything oh and everything man. you could to talk your parents into getting like some they, obscene pizza that y'all couldn't eat. And it was, they had demo discs back then. They were epic. I yeah. remember a demo disc had Crash Bandicoot. Oh, so good. Final Fantasy, I want to say eight. Tony Even Hawk. seven. No, the seven was, was also on, one of them too. Yeah. And Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Oh, bro, Tony and Hawk. Metal Gear Solid, all on one demo disc. Let's That's go. insane, dude. That was Friday. That's insane. That was Friday. Like I have so many. Like my uncle, when we lived in Hawaii, my uncle would come and visit us, and they would spend months at a time. They would pretty much spend their entire winters. I have so many memories of just booting up the PlayStation after a night of getting pizza and just playing the first level of Tony Hawk over and oh. over again or the first level of Metal Gear Solid. And I remember at Tony Hawk it was always that under it was that a warehouse yes. was the first one and then yes. you would like see what like somebody was like oh well, you could actually do this on there then you could go and then you found out like oh you had that capability in the demo. Mhm. And the actual, so Metal Gear Solid, I was probably six and way, I was definitely not, it was an inappropriate game for me to be playing at the time. (laughs) And I had no clue what was going on story-wise. Memory serves me right. Metal Gear Solid 2 is one of the most confusing games as a kid or just in general at all. That story, that plot is just crazy, but just... It was my first introduction into stealth gaming. Just Solid Snake was just he was the baddest dude ever. And just like this secret agent. He was just James Bond, but cooler. Exactly. Exactly. It it was just awesome. And that box, bro. The the cardboard box hiding (laughs) was just insane. Like the absurdity of it was just, it just tickled me as a kid yeah like it was just so fun it was so cool just solid game yeah i'm i'm with so my number five would have to be um and i'm a huge fighting game fan so it would have to be tekken 3 tekken 3 which one was that tekken 3 was that still playstation or was that playstation 2 that was uh that was still playstation and so tekken 3 was when um eddie gordo Oh, got, Eddie was a cheat code. Oh, bro. He got introduced, he, dude. And so, like, he was... And all you had to do to be good with Eddie... Was just slide your fingers. Like, Yeah, yeah. So, I didn't... I didn't... I wasn't... I, you know, I didn't just hit XO like like that. But I did hit just hit X and O. Like, like I was, like, playing a bass. You know, blah, 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 blah. Just, yeah. like, alternate back and forth. And then I, I went and... Dude, I don't know if you remember, but there used to be the game magazines... Mm-hmm. Where it would break down, and there's still some of those, you know, where it's like, "Hey, here's like how you Game Informer, exactly. Like, hey, here's how you do everything." Well, I got really into it, and I loved it, and I would play it. Like, my friends would come over, and and uh, I would just play it over and over and over, and I would learn the ten hit combo because every mm-hmm. single one of them had a ten hit combo, and then a couple of them had like Yoshimitsu, like he had like the little 
um, I still remember, dude, it's back, back, both punch. And then you will <laughs> stab somebody, bro. He will come back and he will just shank them. And you're like, what? I mean, I, as we're talking, like, dude, I still remember like some of the Yoshimitsu combos. My favorite one to do was, uh, was with Jin and with King. Um, but <clears throat> Tekken 3, man, I played, played that game so much. And so Eddie Gordo being the cheat code, he actually had a counter to him. And that was uh, Horong, the the ta- uh, the Taekwondo guy. Okay. So he was actually the counter because he had a move. Was that, he the shirtless guy? Uh, I, no, he was the guy that was in like the um, a gi. Yeah, he was in the oh, gi, okay. but it like only closed like halfway. It was really awkward, you know. Not to look back at it, like, and it was also <laughs> He's built like me. Yeah, and it was also like a lot shorter, you know. So <laughs> it was almost like a crop top, and then he had the the motorcycle the the motorcycle outfit. Where he was trying to be like Paul. Did he have red hair? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember him. And so he would. Uh, he had a. He had a move though, and I just remember it. It was down, circle, circle, and so you hit down and circle on the first one, and it beat out all of um, Eddie's break dancing. So like that first, that first hit, the hitbox, uh, it had priority, and so you could just instantly like whenever somebody was just sliding their finger back and forth, XO, 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 <laughs> like you could work them then, and so you could you know that was that was all that you needed them to do was to start break dancing, and then bang bang you hit him in the air, and then it was so cheap, man, because he had an eight hit combo that was. Um, so was he good in general, or was he just an Eddie combo or uh, counter? Uh, he was, he was mid tier. Like if we were putting on a tier list, like I'd probably say he was like a B. Um, okay. he had some good options, but he was, he was just like Eddie though. He was all kicks and he had like a couple of punches, but his were, were super, super cheesy. He got countered really, really hard by guys like law. Um, and Jin, I think Jin was just broken. You know, Heihachi was still like really solid. Uh, Brian, um, he just got countered. Man, you're jogging really, my memory. Uh, yeah, bro. I mean, I mean he guys. just got, he just got countered really, really hard by certain characters. But he was, um, you know, if you got into a room with a bunch of your friends and you knew that everybody was gonna play Eddie, like, and you could beat one of their second tier characters with him. Like you knew that you were fixing to own the room because everybody was going to start picking Eddie and you're like, dude, I have the hard counter to Eddie. And all it was is his eight hit combo. With- I would have been livid as a kid. Oh man, I, I made my friends so I was going to dominate with Eddie and here you come with Jen and, or not Jen. Uh, Harong. Harong yeah. and just blowing me up, man. That would have been so bad. Dude, that was me. Like, I was like, like people would stop inviting me to their sleepovers, bro, because I was like, yo, I'm fixing it. Yo, I'm here to put in this work, you know? Um, and so, but it was, uh, I remember too, it was it was X four times and O four times. And that was it. Like, bang, 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 bang. You just like, after, and after all, and keep in mind, I mean, after all, the only other buttons you hit was down circle, circle. And then once they're in the air, X four times, Oh, four times, bro. They're at like 25% health left. And then they do That's something. Fair. Oh, it was, it was the best dude. It was the best. So Tekken three, number five for me. Okay. So my number four, this might be a little controversial for the podcast that we have, but my number four is the original destiny. Okay. So <clears throat> my list kind of isn't necessarily indicative of the quality of game just 
my attachment to it, the enjoyment I got from having played it. So the original Destiny was just pre-kids for me, so I had the time to get everything. That's awesome. To do everything. Come on. And just the ultimate power fantasy. The only thing, if you are familiar with the original Destiny, you know that Gallahorn dominated the entirety of the run. Dude, I've only heard stories of like people would just, because the, the community is a lot better now. Like if you get like an mm-hmm. LFG, but I heard like you were not like getting to run any dungeon or not sorry, dungeons, any, um, cause people consider the Crota raid as like a dungeon now, but like mm-hmm. you were not getting to run that raid without galley. And I didn't get, so there's a person in destiny named Zer. And every week he comes and he sells a different exotic weapon. Or at the time he would sell a different exotic weapon. Yeah. And he never sold Gallahorn. That was always just a random drop. I think the original Destiny lasted for three years or so. Okay. And you're talking about before Taken King comes out. Is that right? I just think I want to say the entirety of it. Okay. So I played the entirety of Destiny, raided, did all the raids. Every week, maybe I missed one or two for like going out of town or something, but I was religious about raiding, doing dungeons, any encounter I could get a exotic weapon from. I always did. Gallahorn never dropped for me. I had to buy him from Zer, buy it from Zer the week that the game was sunsetting and Destiny 2 no. was coming out, but I still did. I had to fight through all these <laughs> LFGs once my friends stopped playing, seeing everybody get Gallahorn. I did get Vexmith the class on like one of my first runs though. You're and talking about on Destiny 2? On D1. D1, okay, gotcha. So that was kind of the it weapon at its time before Gallahorn kind of really came to prominence. But yeah, Destiny 1 was just so much fun i remember they had like sparrow racing yeah it just it was a good time like just hanging out with people it's like the ultimate hangout game like just if you know what you're doing you can kind of it's entertaining enough to play in the background and listen chat listen to music or if you're hanging out with somebody just to have a conversation like you can, if you're not playing PVP, you can be familiar enough with the content to do it, have a good time, and it kind of be a backdrop for a good conversation with a friend. Yeah. And one of my <clears throat> best friends, his name's Dalton, and um, shout out Dalton. Uh, that's kind of, he's, he was my uh, youth pastor, or not youth pastor, he was my small group pastor in Arkansas, and Destiny is how we <laughs> connected oh, when nice. I was stationed out in California. Cause so I guess destiny has kind of been a catalyst to some of the most important relationships I've developed in my life. So I'm appreciative for it. It's been a great, um, experience playing it. Uh, light falls coming. I'm going to dive back into destiny too. Come on, let's I'm go. excited, but that's my number four. All right, so my number four is going to be um, from the Call of Duty series, Black Ops 2. Black Ops 2, man, I played... That's a popular one. Dude, I played it so much. Like, the the lag on that game was atrocious. 
like it was always always there like you there was nothing you could do i mean i was hardlined in and there were so many people that started playing on wi-fi during that time and i was hardlined in and um i mean just having i remember just having host was just such a such a big deal you know so i'm not a big pvp guy so what is having host what does that entail so having host is like the way they used to do it is they didn't have servers okay so like they would use like one xbox and then everyone basically like how the net code was run is they would they would basically have everyone playing on that xbox if you would like they were sending the information and that one xbox made the decisions for everybody so were you benefited from being oh 100 percent, man yeah wrecking fools oh for sure man for sure and so and a lot of times they did it off a connection so you know there was there was a guy i used to play with um and uh he would uh his dad worked for the internet company and so whenever he did like so i mean he had the best internet so I mean, he had a hub, you know, his, his, it was free for him. So it was always like really, really high. And this guy would, uh, cause I was, I was a, um, a, a youth leader at my church. And so, you know, it was like how you said with Dalton, you know, so I was playing with a couple people, um, Andrew Scott, shout out Scott, miss you, bro. Hope you're good with the family. I mean, all these guys got family. Yeah, dude, Scott's, Scott's a man, dude. And so he, he lives in Houston now. So, which is real cool. But yeah, uh, and so we were playing, and dude, I mean, he would just he would just run through people. It was it was crazy because he had you know that host. So we would, uh, but I mean, everything about Black Ops Two, I loved the multiplayer was fantastic. Um, I mean, it was still really the gunplay was really really good. I loved the score streaks because I was more of a, an objective player because I want like I want to win. You know, even whenever I played basketball. So does that entail camping or whatever it takes, bro, (laughs) whatever it takes to get the dub. So I was always the objective player. So like if it was domination, like Mm. I'm capping, you know, like if it was capture the flag, you you weren't racking up kills. You were. uh, Yeah. I want to win. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like you could have dropped a 50 piece on me and I like, but I scoreboard. Yeah. I won the game scoreboard. I won the game. And so what does that tell me? Like, like, okay, cool. You're good at that, but you're not intelligent enough to know how to win the game. So you play to, to win, win the, the game. game. Yeah. Uh, and so, so we were, so that was the first time though they introduced score streaks and that was, you got bonus points like kills instead of just kill streaks, like kill streaks, like every kill was like a hundred points. But if you did like, um, if you captured the flag it was like in domination, like you got like 150, sometimes 200 points. And then if you flip the one, you got 300. So like I would be able to get on my score streaks faster, which then helped me on my KD side and all those other things. So they introduced score streaks. I loved, they also had, that's kind of of like the equivalent of control, I'm assuming, or it sounds like. Yes, exactly. Destiny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, It's exactly what it is control. And then, um, and they had capture the flag, uh, they did, um, uh, oh, and then they introduced league play, which I love league play. League play was like they're competitive, but that's one of the things that made it really cool was it wasn't six on six, it was four on four. Mm-hmm. And so, which I do wish, side note, I wish that Destiny would take trials like and make it like an esports league. Like, I would totally watch that on Twitch. That is, I don't know why they haven't leaned into that, like trials. Yeah, I mean, dude, trials is still like, hey, shout out to I some. I think it's the powers, like the supers that 
because I used to listen to some Destiny podcasts, and I think that Supers was what kept it from getting into the esports league because it changes the tide of the match. But I don't get why that's such a big like. But that's, that's part inter- of your, yeah. that's entertaining. That's and part that's of part the appeal of, of yeah. Destiny, and that's part of your build, right? Like you're building to try and you're building to try and get that. Like you're building to try and and you know and you're trying to do good based upon whatever the meta is. You know, so, uh, you know, I just look at those things like, you know, and I, I'll, I'll talk more about that later because Destiny is definitely higher up on my list. Uh, but they had League Play, which was a blast. Um, uh, I, I play, the campaign was okay. I didn't really care too much for the campaign, but you don't really play Call of Duty to play the campaign. I did because I hate PvP. I <laughs> hate, hate, hate PvP. A little ASMR there for, for the people, you know. Uh, hate PvP. <laughs> And so, uh, and then, uh, so yeah, lovely play. And then zombies, man. I, zombies is fun. That's a good time. I'd play the mess out of zombies, dude. I mean, it would just be one of those. I'd be, I'd be goofing off. And then like once all my friends got online, like I was like, yo. And so, and I was married at the time too. So like sometimes I'd be going to bed at like three o'clock in the morning because we didn't have kids. I'm sure at this that time. was healthy. Uh, for sure, man. For sure. I've been married for like 14 years now. So we learn be, our lessons. Hey, dude, it'll be 15. It'll be 15 in like a couple months. And so. Congrats. I'm coming up on 10. Yeah. And so it, it's just, so yeah, it definitely, but there were also times where like she was completely cool with it, you know? And so I did. Shout I, out our wives. Yeah. Wives are the best. The best. And so, um, yeah, so that was, so, but I would sit there and I would, I would play it for, for hours, you know, and, and I love that. So, so because of the, the multiplayer, the score streaks, um, the competitive, which I love the league play. And then of course, like the zombies, I would do all the Easter eggs too, like all of them. So I'm not familiar with, they had Easter eggs. Was that a multiplayer thing or bro? Are you serious? That was the only reason to play zombies. Oh, I didn't know that zombies had Easter eggs. I know Battle... Was it Battlefront? Is that the EA? Are you serious? You had no idea that they... No clue. I know Battlefront, I think, has like a Megalodon or something. Bro. Oh, dude, the Easter eggs were were absolutely insane because it told the story of zombies, but you had to... And you know what reminds me? Zombies had a story. Zombies had a story, bro. It was was fantastic. Oh, it was so good. I... I had no clue. So like whenever like it would drop, like the new map would drop. Like I remember when the like when the old west map dropped. Um I remember watching all these guys on Twitch. The old um the uh, um there was another one that was I can't remember what it's called now, but you had the 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 staffs. Um and so that was like the ultimate like end all be all. This is the end of it. There was an Alcatraz oh, so one. They had an end like you could beat zombies. You could beat zombies. It was the last one on I'm Black Ops how Two. Good, I am at the game. Oh, bro, I didn't. I don't know that I even got past like level fifteen or something. And, and this is actually one of the things that got me so into Destiny was it was like a raid. That's what I was just gonna ask. Is it like the secret chest or the lore? Exactly. Or anything like that in raids. Yeah. It's so cool. except you have to do like a, like a couple more things like, but you have to find and, and there was always a puzzle to figure out, you know, and then, but there's no like damage phase. Um, <clears throat> but you just had to try to survive. So people would try to do it as early, like, and that became the, the, um, like the, I guess like the end game after everyone figured it out was how fast it was no longer like how like long could you running. 
Yeah, absolutely. I was no longer like, how long could you survive? But like, how fast can you get the Easter egg? And then after you did the Easter egg, like, then you were just like, okay, like I'm going to camp out here and then like just shoot zombies all day until you got bored, you know, which you could do that for like a couple hours, Mm -hmm. just getting, you know, setting up in the right spot. And then they all funnel in and you just sit there with an LMG and you're just popping heads, you know, or the ray gun. So, uh, so yeah, so that was always, so, so number four for me, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 2. So, back on me, my number three, either love it or, I don't know that people hate this game. It's just more so indifferent. My number three is Kingdom Hearts. So, back when it came out on the PS2, I was just still super big on Disney and had just, like I said previously, the demo discs. Final Fantasy was... A big selling point on that so that was kind of my only exposure to Final Fantasy at that point and just two of the things that you would never think would work and as a kid Final Fantasy is kind of like this cool mature thing and seeing your favorite Disney characters it kind of added that cool aspect to the Disney characters And it was just a perfect combination of things that you wouldn't believe would work, but absolutely did. It was, it was so cool, dude. I used to play like all like the Square Enix, like fighting games and stuff. So I was a huge fan, but I never played Kingdom Hearts. It, if you were still into Disney at the time, it just worked for you. Like it just really hit all those marks. It just nostalgia and with like Mickey, Goofy, Peter Pan, um, they didn't have the Mulan. Um, what was it? No, Mulan was in Kingdom Hearts 2. The original Jack Skellington world, that just so many different worlds and everyone was so unique to the Disney movie that it originated from. So much care and love was put into every world. It just... It was, was good. It was good. The music was different. It was kind of my first foray into like kind of Japanese culture in okay. a sense. So it was just like a whole new world introduced to me from something I already loved. And it was just a great introduction to JRPGs to continue my love of Disney and Disney characters and the worlds that they originate from. And just being able to exist in those classic Disney worlds and battle these characters. It was just something I had never really experienced before because back then they had Disney movie games or or something like that. Right. But they were just cash grabs. They were awful. Oh, dude. I don't know if you ever played the old Sega Genesis, like Lion King and Jungle Book. They were so hard. Bro, they're stupid hard. Yeah, who is I, I want to know who is who is the, who is that guy? Who is him? Who is him that is able to beat those games? I can so they have I'm them on so Switch offended. now, and you can put on cheat codes and everything like that. It's still hard, stupid, stupid hard. This ridiculous. For no reason. Ridiculous. It wasn't fun. Yeah, yeah. It was, and you're right. It was the. It. Uh, I remember wanting to play it, but I just never like got around to actually playing it um i think i was like caught up on some dynasty warriors at the time oh man 
Dynasty so. Warriors was a good time. Yeah. Just chaotic, fun, like super power fantasy fulfilled. 100%. Like, great time. Yeah. Uh, so my number three was actually uh, is actually Ninja Gaiden. I was kind of the same. I was kind of the same. I was on the peripheral. It looked cool, but I never gave it a shot. So yeah, tell it, me about it. And it was like an Xbox exclusive, though, if I remember right. I don't think it was on the PlayStation. It was like the first Xbox. It was like an exclusive. That's probably why I missed it. Yeah, and so it was uh, the game though, because I think it was, if I remember right, I think it's made by Sega. And I think at the time Sega had an exclusive right with uh, with Xbox or Microsoft, um, and so which dude side note, and I'm sure we'll talk about this in another podcast. Uh, you know I'm an Xbox guy, obviously, and you're obviously a PlayStation guy. I'm gonna have to get me a PlayStation Five because I think that there's fixing to be a huge console war all over again, and I wouldn't be surprised if Destiny starts putting out some major content. For, That's how it was in the original Destiny. Like, yeah. For Some the PlayStation. of the best weapons were exclusive to PlayStation, like Hawkmoon. Oh. Xbox players didn't have it, and it was a beast in D one. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I know I'm gonna have to make that switch probably coming up soon. So, but Ninja Gaiden, dude, it was one of the most difficult games ever, but it was so cool and so satisfying. It was a lot like how. Um, uh, what's that game now? Dark Stock? No, not Dark, Dark Souls. I was Dark just going to ask that. Is it like, like the precursor to Dark Souls, Elden Ring? Like yeah, that yeah style of game. Yeah. Now I've never played either one of those, so you can. But it did have like, depending on who you defeated, you got like a certain weapon. So kind of how Monster Hunter is. I don't know if you ever played Monster Hunter. Um, which Monster Hunter is a fantastic game. Monster Hunter World. I played the mess out of that with my little brother. It was fan. It's a great game. Um, it's kind of like destiny where you're trying to like build armor and stuff. Well, you just got like whatever cool weapon, you know, from the, you know, from the enemy or the boss that you killed, but you could literally like, there would be sometimes you would walk into a room and then just absolutely get demolished, like from just all the ads just right away. Like, and then you would, and then you would have to restart and it would take you like seven, eight, 20 30 tries jesus just to like okay you know as soon as i run in this room i need to hit the wall and start doing a wall run around and need to throw some stars and so in the stars of course like they didn't they didn't kill any of the ads they just backed them off a little bit and so then you'd have to take like your major out then you start moving around and then your boss fights were just stupid hard stupid stupid hard but it was so much fun just so rewarding when you actually beat them. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you would. It was one of those like, uh, um, I think I was like middle school, um, whenever it came out, and you know, so it was one of those that you were just put in the work. Like, you know, you you'd be on a boss fight for like two or three days, and just and like you have to put it down for like like a mental health thing, you know, just walk <laughs> out like, ah, oh, dude, I'm fixing to break something. My parents are gonna get mad, you know, whatever that was, like. You know, if you ever broke one any of like your gaming stuff, and your parents are like, I bought that, and you don't, then you don't get anything again, bro. That's what I was concerned about. Like, so I was like, all right, like we're good. Like, I'm I'm just mad. Right, I'm gonna go outside. This is I would actually, 
It taught you how to control your emotions. 100%, man. Like, I would go decompress, like, because, you know, playing basketball in high school, like, I would go outside and shoot hoops to decompress from, like, from, like, playing Ninja (laughs) Gaiden. mental health break from video games. 100%, man. And then if I just went cold or something like that, like, I would go, like, like, I would get a mental health break from, like, from, uh, from playing basketball by going back to playing Ninja Gaiden, like, like, so it was... (laughs) I'm not sure if that is enablement or a vicious circle, but it was maybe maybe it, it explains some of my takes now, you know. So, but but either which way, love the game. It was so much fun. Um, I I, um, I uh, the second one was a lot easier. The first one was super hard, and of course they had like a ridiculous like ridiculous difficulty. Um, but my number three was was Ninja Gaiden for sure. Okay. Good one. Also one I've never, I'm not familiar with really at all. Um, But my number two is Spider-Man for the PS4. Oh, I thought you were going to say Spider-Man 2. Overrated. Bro, no. It was the OG original. It originated it all. I spent so much time playing that game. The web swinging on it was phenomenal. So good. Phenomenal. And maybe but, that was my thing is that I would spend hours just like oh, racing, I did too. racing, I just did. trying to get around. It was so fun to get around on that game, but it was one of those video games that was based on a movie that just wasn't that good. The story was so bad. It was not good. The story was so bad. But so Spider-Man PS4 is my number two. It's just, as you get to, if you listen to this podcast, you'll learned that I am a huge Spider-Man fan. So I'm admittedly biased in my placing of this game. But Spider-Man PS4, it just does so much so well. It encapsulates the New York City vibe in such a great way. It gives you the power fantasy of being Spider-Man. So many of the side quest things are just so fulfilling. They just add so much lore to the world. They make the world feel so lived in. Peter's done so well. It's a good Peter story and it's a good Spider-Man story. And so basically it's Spider-Man 2 just way better on every every aspect in every way. Okay. The swinging's better, the city's better, the villains are better, the combat is better, and it just tells a great story. It lets you feel like you are Spider-Man. And for me that's just like the ultimate fantasy is just phenomenal. I I was torn on whether to place Miles Morales or the uh, original Spider-Man 1 on PS4. Mm. The original one gets the nod for me just because it's a full experience. The Miles Morales is kind of like DLC, I get. What? Not, it's not DLC. It's, Are you talking, it's about, a, talking about the new one on the PlayStation 5? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's... It's probably a 10-hour experience or so, but the original game's like a 40-hour experience. It's Whoa. Kind of, the way I look at it is just to tide you over, because Spider-Man 2 comes out this year, and that's looking um. to be insane. Venom, I don't know if he's a villain. I don't watch trailers. Okay. Because I feel like they reveal too much most times. Dude, funny story with that. My wife was watching, um, we were watching the national championship football 
uh, or college football, and then the Ant Man Quantumanium. I'll trailer. walk out of a theater if a movie trailer that's going to come on is that a movie that I want to watch. A trailer comes on, I'll walk out of the theater. Dude, she was so mad. She was like, "I felt like I saw the whole movie," and I was like, "I don't know, like Marvel and Roman be coming through, no. but they give way too much." Uh-huh. But like, it's so Venom is projected to be in, or he's going to be in Spider Man Two. Craven the Hunter is going to be in Spider-Man 2. And he's just, he's such a good villain in the Spider-Man universe that hasn't really gotten much love. So I'm excited to see them put him on display. They're also making a Wolverine game. So I'm not sure if Insomniac Mm. is building like the Marvel gaming universe. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, But yeah, just Spider-Man 2, it just fulfills the Spider-Man power fantasy so well. You mean Spider-Man 4? No. Spider-Man 4. Oh, Spider-Man 4 PS4. Oh, gotcha. I got mixed up. All this slander talking about Spider-Man 2. I know, man. I know. That's my bad. That's my fault. So so then I'm going to give... So because I know what your number one is going to be, obviously, now, um, if you were paying attention to the podcast. And then... Um, and then we can talk more about that because I'm sure it's going to go. So I'll give you two and one because my, my number one is just a personal favorite of mine. And it's not so, but number two for me is going to be Destiny. Destiny 2. Um, I never played Destiny 1 except like the Alpha. That was all that I played or the mm-hmm. Beta, whichever one I can't it wasn't remember. good at that point. It yeah. was bare I, bones. Yeah. And I, and I mean, I was really excited about it. I could just tell like from playing that and I knew that I had like a baby on the way. Um, my oldest is about to be born that I was like, dude, there's. There's no way that I could commit, you know, the time to that. And then, so, um, yeah, so it would just be, so it was just one of those, I was like, okay, like, I'm not going to, I'm not even going to get the game because, oh, wow. yeah, because I know where it's going to be. And then, wise choice. Yeah. And then uh, Destiny, um, Destiny was my little brother's like favorite. And so to hang out with him, that's how I got into the game. And then next thing I know, like, I'm all in, like, it's the only game that I play, um, you know, I'll play like a couple other ones. Like I'll play like something with my son. Um, but for the most part, like I'm only playing like destiny two. Uh, and I try and find different raid groups. Um, and so, you know, normally like during content lulls, like that's like almost impossible, uh, from, from like some of the discords that I'm in. Uh, cause like some that we're used to, like the, our clan that, w- that we're in is just like, they're just like, gone right now like everyone's on hiatus they're playing some other game or whatever it is there's no when that used to whenever i got in with you they do they raided like two to three times a week yeah like any night you wanted to raid they were somebody was willing to yeah. help you and oh man get you and, through it. yeah some guys were raiding twice a day yeah it was it was crazy i was like dude are you serious like i mean just in two days they were they were doing all the raids all the dungeons all those things so i would um so, but so I've done most of my stuff like kind of freelance. Um, but yeah, like so I got into Destiny and then, um, you know, now starting to do raids a little bit more and things like that. I've kind of had to approach it out like because I'm also, um, a, you know, a dad and so and, and married and have different businesses and things like that that we're that I pursue. So, uh, different responsibilities. What that ends up doing is like now, uh, you know. I'll end up taking like long breaks sometimes where tell me about it, dude, it'll be like two or three weeks and I'll be like, Oh man, like, I don't even think, I think I played like one time all of December. Like, and that was it, you know, I don't know that I played it all. 
<laughs> dude when i say that dude like i'm talking like i don't know if i played video games at all in december Same. you know so you know we just go through those phases of life um where you just get busy and you got you got to handle stuff and and all those things so uh, nothing's wrong with that hey it's... no for sure man for sure and so um but i have really started to enjoy and really starting to get more into um, the PVP side of it. Like I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with that. I know you hate PVP. We're going uh. to, and if you're watching this on YouTube, there's probably, there's probably going to be like some backdrop of, of some, some gameplay or something like that. But I'm going to get someone who actually has carried me through Charles a couple of times. I'm going to reach out to him and see if he can help me out, but I'm going to get to see if he can carry me and James. That's a tall task, bro. Through some, through some trials. Like, I'm, you know, so he's carried that. Like, I, so now I found out how to get carried every single week. Like I found somebody on Twitch who like, you just got to find like some of these guys that are, that's like, how I did in D one. I found this shout out to Lurdy. That dude was a monster at PvP. I would literally just sit in the background, put my controller down, and watch the screen, and he would wreck everybody. Oh, dude! So that's how that's how this guy is, and hopefully, um, I'll, I'll play with him again. But J J U H, he plays on X or on PlayStation, and uh, bro, that that guy is godlike when it comes to it. I mean, he's like so calm, cool. Like he's he's carried me to the lighthouse a couple times. Y'all follow him on Twitch, give him some love. But this guy will just murk people. And he's just like, oh, yeah, man, it's cool. Don't worry about it. Like, that's like his vibe, like the whole time, you know? And that's why I hate PvP, because I'm just always on the other end of getting murked. Oh, it's bro, I'm sweating so hard. Like, like I mean, I have to get chalk for my hands. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm lifting weights just to try and keep the sweat off. Because, and then, and they're not even like, they don't even care. Don't even care. And I figured out too, man, I have to use like whatever like the ultimate meta is going on, whatever gun that is. Like that's what I have to use just to keep up with a person using the random grenade launcher <laughs> that doesn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? Sniping like, you from behind the wall. 100%, man. And they're not even cheating, you know? Like, I mean, so just just all those things that come with it. You know, the guy who's like mapping you with a sidearm and you're like, dude, but I enjoy like trials, destiny Two, the dungeons, all that stuff. I love getting to hang out with like how you said, like it, the, the camaraderie aspect too. like getting to hang out, do, do like a dungeon that takes you like, you know, 30 minutes or something like that or a raid, you know, and man, you really get to see what type of kind of like golf, like you really get to see what type of people you're hanging out with whenever you get stuck on a raid, because there are times where you're just like, all right, we need to boot this guy. Okay. It's, it's so like, how you respond to adversity in a raid says so much about your personality. So much. Like, especially if, so there's two people generally in a raid, someone that has not done it before and a Sherpa. So if you're going into a raid and having not done it before and you're not willing to listen to the Sherpa, you need to you need to get your excommunicado, bro. John Wick it's excommunicado. Nothing infuriates me more. I'm a pretty calm, collected guy. I don't rile up any feathers, but if you're it's not hard to listen to advice or to get carried through a raid, especially like most current content. You have a role, you stick to that role. And it's not hard. It's not. It's not, I remember, I remember I did one and it was like the first time I went through King's Fall 
And, um, and I was like, dude, I could not stay alive. And then one of the guys who's carrying me, um, he was like, oh, dude, well, you're not, you know, your resilience is down so much. And so, but my recovery was really high because the meta had changed and I wasn't paying attention to it because I'm a dad of two kids, you know, and married and trying to stay that way. And so, uh, and, and so the meta had changed. I had no idea. And he's like, hey, look, just do this, like change all your mods. You're going to be a little bit slower, but you'll stop dying. And I did, man. And then we, we, we got through it like within like an hour and a half, like, and that's a long raid, you know? Yeah. And so. Yeah, dude, you're right, man. You just got to listen. Like, when somebody's trying to help you. Be teachable. Yeah. Be teachable. Just In every chill. aspect of life. Yeah. I mean, it, you can take so much so much life lessons from that. So, so yeah, Destiny 2, um, I really enjoy everything about the game. Um, I have a lot of fun playing it. Uh, hit, hit us up if you ever want to play something. Like, we're always down. And then uh, number one, my number one favorite game ever uh, is Pong. Mar- Pong, <laughs> it's actually it's actually one of your honorable mentions. Um, I'm a huge fighting game fan, but it is I love all of the Marvel versus Capcom series except for Infinite. I'm just now, you know, what, is that the most recent one? That's, or is three the most recent one. Uh, that's the most recent one. Okay. Yeah, so it was the most recent one, and it just just um, you know the mechanics and stuff are 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 supposed to be really good. I'm just now really giving it a shot because we're talking about it. And I think it came out like four or five years ago. Oh wow! But I had my first game that I had on the Sega Dreamcast was Marvel vs. Capcom because I would go and I would spend like twenty dollars on the, oh, arcade. the arcade. Arcade was so. Oh, so good. Oh, dude. And I would sit there like I would use all my money at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Marvel versus Capcom. Dude, same like all the time. And then like so I and then once it came to Dreamcast, I did. I mean, I played the mess out of it. Strider Hero was my was my dude. Like that was my guy. Uh, it was Strider and Gambit, and so, and I, I would even go through, and I don't know if you knew about, like, the secret codes where you could get Red Venom, and... Um, I probably did at the time. Oh, but. man. It was it was so good. I, and I would actually, they had two secret assist characters, you know, because you'd hit the two buttons, and then, you know, your assist character would come out and do an attack, and that was it. Um, and I would either get, it was Shadow and uh, Sentinel. And so, like, they were, like, underground. And Sentinel was, Wasn't like, Sentinel, like, the ultimate boss or something? No, Onslaught. Onslaught? Onslaught was the that ultimate boss. That was, like, boss. a Venom-like kind of, or alien kind of No, no, character. so Onslaught's actually, and I, I'm, I'm surprised you don't know this, being such a big yeah. comic, comic book guy. He is, Onslaught is, like, the consciousness of Magneto and Professor X. So, which is why, like, you know, he had all, like, the Magneto moves. Because I used to play Marvel superheroes, uh, which I need to get that cabinet, bro. Because, like, that... I arc- want that arcade arc- up. Yes. I want that Marvel versus Capcom cabinet so, so bad. Same. Same. Um, and so, I, so I played the mess out of Marvel versus Capcom 1. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 came out. Man, I played that. Uh, not as much as I want to, um, but I, I did get to play it, you know, quite a bit. I loved it. It had all the different characters and stuff. I had no idea what I was doing. It was just fun. And then Marvel vs. Three came. Marvel vs. Capcom Three came out, uh, vanilla. And so, and I played, and I and that was when I was just playing a whole lot. And then Ultimate Marvel Three um, was like the next one where they added a bunch more characters. Man, I still watch streams of Ultimate Marvel Three. Uh, it's super entertaining to me. So much fun, dude. Like just all the different combos. That was like. You know, all the different things that broke the game, that didn't break the game. They finally had, they you know, someone finally figured out infinites because it was an open combat system. What does that mean? 
So uh, in in fighting games, like there's some point where they they cause so much hit stun, like you've beaten them up so much that like you can't do any more attacks, like all your attacks will miss, and it gives the other person like a chance to like continue to play. Well, they had that, but then and it's how you basically get around doing, um, uh, um, what's it called? Like in- infinite combos. Infinite combos, yeah. So, uh, Marvel Two had a couple of them. Marvel One had a lot of them. Uh, where you could just get, you could just hit them and then just keep hitting them and bap, 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 bap. And then Marvel, um, Ultimate Marvel 3, it also had, um, what is it, attack like depreciation. So, like, the more you'd attack them, like, the less hit, you know, the less hit stun, the less damage you would do, all that thing, like, it would go down. So, you, you would do all that and that would be all cool. And then they had, um, uh, but then there was, then there was an infinite that you could do. Once you tagged in your character in midair, and it was just a ton of fun. I love it. It's still one of my favorite games ever. I have it on my Xbox, and like I'll still just boot it up every once in a while just to chill out and uh, and turn some music on, and like even run some like little missions where like you know try to remember the combos again and just hang out and have an absolute uh, good good time. It's a ton of fun. Love that game. So Marvel vs. Capcom series is my number one. Uh, best or not best but my number one favorite video game ever that's a good one that's so my number one i mentioned it earlier i said it would be on the list god of war man such a phenomenal game so i'm specifically talking about the ps4 uh iteration of god of war so for me which i went back and I know you're going to like give me a hard time about it, but I actually went back and watched all the stories from like God of War 1, 2, and 3. Like, Okay, that, you know, so. I, I can appreciate that because the first three games, so there's multiple that were on like PSP, but the mainline three games, they were just essentially beat-em-ups. Like they were a good time. Like they weren't that serious. They weren't a, trying to tell some like heartfelt dramatic story like it was just this big epic beat him up like i'm this god killer guy and you know what it reminded me of i don't know if you ever watched did you ever watch like pro wrestling back in the day attitude era 100 percent. that's a great comparison like that is big stone cold that's what i'm saying bro yes dude yes (laughs) like he is just going after them and he went from big stone cold energy to big dad energy and i I love, love, love his transition from God of War 3 to God of War PS4. He just grows up, he matures, he's calculated, he's meticulous about everything, and he just is a good dad. Yeah. Like, that's essentially what the story is, is him taking on the responsibility of just being a dad, being there for his son, helping him to cope with the death of his wife and presumably what grounded him to get to the point that he was at in God of War PS4. Because the man that he was in God of War 3 and who he is in God of War is as different as you could possibly be. Right. And just that maturity, the story it tells, the sacrifices he makes as a dad... Similar, it it reminds me a lot of, have you seen Logan? Yes. Just, it really has that similar vibe to me. And that movie came out right before 
I had my daughter and God of War came out right after I had my daughter. So really pulling on those dad heartstrings, those fresh new dad heartstrings. And uh, it's just beautiful game, beautiful story. The combat's phenomenal, kind of like what you said with um, Ninja Gaiden. It's got a lot of comparisons to the Dark Souls um, franchise and that style of combat and just all of that wrapped in with how amazing, amazing the story is. It's my number one by a mile. Yeah, and, and and it's great. I just couldn't play it because I don't have the time. Because I want to play like I want. Be honest, I want to play like some Destiny. I want to play some, you know. Um, and and then uh, and it's why I haven't played Destiny. Yeah, I'm a dad, and it came out two months ago. And I've any little bit of free time I have, I've been chipping away little ten minute, fifteen minute, thirty minute sessions here and there, whenever yeah. I get the time. So where are you at right now on the whole story? Because uh, I, I mean, I, I only know because you've watched the story. Watched the story, bro. Oh, Seven hour movie was fantastic. Oh, Gotta say, thanks. Shout out to whoever it was on YouTube. I love you. Man, I had that that makes my blood boil. That you're just missing out so much on the the combat adds so much to the story and so much to the game. But um, I think I'm on Alfheim where um, we just rescued, spoiler warning for anybody that plans on playing God of War Ragnarok, we just rescued um, Freya's brother. Okay, gotcha. So I don't know. I don't know how far into the story I am. Gotcha. Who was the last boss that you defeated? Uh, I did like side mission bosses. So a bunch of dragons. Gotcha, gotcha. The last boss that I defeated, though. Bro, so let me tell you how this ends real quick. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. We're going to get some (laughs) furniture moving in here. Oh, man. Oh, I just uh, killed Heimdall. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's one's really cool, because that's the one where you, you, spoiler warning, you have to use a spear, right? Yes. Yeah. That's, that was such a cool, like, like him making the spear and Brock just kind of, Getting that validation—that was a cool moment. Yeah, yeah. It made dude. It, the whole the whole series is just is just absolutely absolutely fantastic. I mean, it, it's pulls so, at those heartstrings big time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's so so good. Um, so like, hey, we're gonna wrap up this, this last episode. So like, w- let's go ahead and hit them with like some like serious energy here. Uh, what is the best and toughest part about being a dad? And this is for like, if you're listening and you have a dad, um, or you have somebody who's active and involved in your life, you know, father figure, man, hey, this is hopefully this just helps like give you some insight. And if you are being a dad, I want you, or, and if you are a dad, man, like, dude, we're, you know, being a dad is tough. Um, so hopefully some of this resonates with you and, and that you can help us and maybe we can help you too. So always something to learn. Um, but so for me, the toughest or I'll go best first. So the best is just seeing that growth in your kids. For sure. Like, especially having two, just seeing the lessons I've instilled in my daughter, seeing her teach my son. Yeah. Those things and her following in my footsteps and then him following in her footsteps and just like seeing that she's grasped these concepts or these, lessons that I've taught her so much so that she's 
teaching them to my son. So, for example, my wife, she's been sick um, the past few weeks. She's got a double ear infection right now. Oh. And just really going through it. Um, my daughter, she was at work. My daughter wanted to send my wife a video of her praying for her. Okay. And so she was just like telling my son how to pray, like close your eyes, hold your hands like this. And my son was just squeezing his eyes tight. <laughs> like, I don't, am I closing my eyes? Like, I don't know how to close my eyes. And just like, just the cutest thing. And she yeah. said her little prayer and then he wanted like, okay, I want to pray. I want to pray. Like he wanted to pray. And then fast forward to last night, my son, they were saying good night to my wife and everything like that. And he wanted, he asked to pray for my wife and just seeing those little things of like them just grasping the importance of prayer or grasping like them developing a relationship with God. Cause that's a core tenant of you and I's lives. And yeah. just like, it's so rewarding. So awesome to just experience like my wife, my daughter, she got saved this past weekend. She Come accepted on. Jesus into her heart. And just little things like that and seeing her develop a relationship with God and just how much we've poured into her and seeing how willing and grasping she is of those things. It's just, it, you can't beat it. Right. Right. No, definitely. Definitely. And so, uh, yeah, I would, I would say, I would kind of echo that. Like, that's definitely one of those, like having, you know, my kids are like, you know, their ages are really far apart. You know, they're like eight years different. So, you know, have like a, like, you know, one who's fixing to go into middle school and then another one who's in preschool. Yeah, absolutely, man. You about know? to start preschool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, so like, you know, they're, um, you know, they're 10 and two, you know, so we're driving, you know, that's just what I tell people, you know, so we're just driving now. And, um, and so, yeah, like I love seeing, so with, with boys, I think it takes, and I have two boys. And so, um, I think it takes a little bit longer for them to kind of like understand, you know, especially my, my oldest is super smart. Uh, at the same time though, he's like always the youngest one in his class. Like, so there's some like emotional maturity that needs to happen there, but he's like always trying to make sure that everybody's having a great time, all those things. And, and so, and, and he really cares about other people and to see a lot of the things that he just starts to recognize and pick up on. Um, and I, I think that's like the best part, um, about being a dad is getting to see all those things. And so, especially when it's unprompted, like just yes. seeing them make the right decision on their own Yeah, to be kind, to be compassionate, to be caring on their own. Yeah. Unprompted. It's, and then even that, it's so like, there've been some times like where he's had to stand up for himself. And I remember like he, um, you know, and, and, you know, transparency here, like sometimes I feel like I can be like a little too strict. And so I try to watch that a little bit. Uh, at the same time though, there was one time where uh, somebody was like picking on him in his class and hit him. And then, um, and so uh, my son turned around and just slapped the fire out this dude's mouth. <laughs> and so, and I was like, and he was like, dad, like you told me like that this was okay. I was like, Hey, I was like, what happened? Who hit for, and he was like, he's like, look, he would not leave me alone. I told him to stop and he pushed me or he hit him or something. And he just turned around and just popped him and the kid stopped. Him. Yeah, and the kid stopped, and I can remember I got a phone call from like his teacher, and I was like, "Hey, look, I appreciate you calling me. Like, I I hear you. At the same time, like, 
like if you need to put him in detention or whatever that is like go for it like but like my my son ain't gonna get picked on and then and then you know think and so I told him what happened and you know they were like oh okay this was actually some other stories that were happening where this other kid was doing it to other people too and he wasn't the only one and so so it's like yeah like I'm not that's not going to be one of those. Like if that's the worst case, then, like, you know, if it gets any worse, yeah. like I'm gonna go put him in jujitsu. Like, cause I know a gym Same. here. And so I'd be like, all right, dude, like next time, like take his arm home, <laughs> you know? So I mean, just, <laughs> just whatever that is like, Hey, you know, I mean, so cause if uh, uh, Dave Chappelle, you know, I know we're big comedy guys too. And so like Dave Chappelle has that cool saying like, Hey, sometimes like you gotta be a lion so that way you can be the the lamb that you that you are that you want to be you know so yeah. some of that is is that hey you got to be able to protect yourself in order to just be yourself like hey like i'm just like i'm not trying to bother nobody i don't want anybody to bother me and so but if somebody thinks that they you know that they need to cross a line then i have to just show them that that boundary is firm yeah. um and i think the 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 worst part or, or not the worst part but the most difficult part i would say about being a dad is realizing how much your kids watch you mm. you know like that is that's actually like one of those is that because that's a positive and a negative to that too though like one 100 absolutely yeah positive and negative and so it it is one of those that you have to um you know and of course like you you know there, there are other things that you look at that you're like man i wish i could just you know take that away from them that I could, I could go through that. So they don't, you know, I, I know that that's different for so many people. Uh, there's so many things that is just tough about, about being a dad. Um, and then, you know, being that, you know, what, what we believe is, is being that father figure, you know, being that, that example of God to, um, to our kids. And so, you know, sometimes it's like, dude, I just, one of the hardest parts sometimes is like them just not listening. Yeah. And you're just like, dude, I told you like 30 times, and if you don't want that result, don't do that, yeah. you know? Um, and then both my boys have like different personalities. One's always been super nice. The other one we call like, he's my sour patch, you know, cause he's super sour at first, bro. We'll but fight you. Sweet as can be. Sweet, sweet afterwards, you know, like after he's like side-eyed you, you know, and punched you in the balls. Like he's <laughs> like, hey, don't you remember how much you love me and how much I love you? And you're like... <laughs> bro for real for real that's what we're doing okay i'm watching you watching you and so he's you know they're they're both great but it's really them you know one of the tough parts is is realizing that oh man like they're watching me you know so sometimes as much as i enjoy playing video games like am i playing it too much where i'm not doing the right thing where i'm not showcasing you know what being present absolutely man absolutely sometimes playing the games that like i don't like to play you know like i'm not i hate i i'm i don't like minecraft because i'm absolutely awful at it like that's just what it is if i'm bad at something like i'm like why play this same that's why i hate pvp (laughs) but we're still running some trials so one day so it's gonna happen um But yeah, like so, like and and I'll play it with him every once in a while, like because I know how much he enjoys it, and I'll and I'll be active in it. I won't just like, oh, okay, like let That's me play. Big. Yeah, like I'll be active in it because I always hate that too. Like, I mean, if you've ever done anything just with placating and not uh, actually being invested and present, in for the sure, for sure, for sure. And so, so, so we, you know, we watch those things. We go, okay, like how do I make this better? How do I be better? What does that look like? And then in that then it kind of is able to, to go from there. So I, yeah, so I try to make sure that he is, um, that, that I'm engaged in it to, uh, uh, you know, best, you know, the 
my best possibility and then that he's having fun like and so right now like we'll be playing um he's, he's real big into brawl stars so on the on the phone you know the mobile game part so so we'll be playing that you know and then minecraft he's now good i'm glad he's like he's got like a group of friends that he's playing with so i'm like oh perfect you know and so but every once in a while you know i gotta gotta step up my game and i gotta play some uh so so the toughest part is definitely realizing like oh man you know um man i can't really like take that time off to not you know to to really um i have to just really be a good man all the time yeah and that's that can be tough sometimes because it's like ah I want to be I want to be a jerk I right now. I want to play this video game till three. Right, right, and so, but it's it's um yeah man, and then it's you know you know so so I I would say like for me like that's always one of the 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 toughest parts is like knowing that he's watching me and he's picking up my bad habits because uh, I get kind of embarrassed when you get pointed out you know. It's also to go along with that they're a part of you so you see the negative aspects of yourself that you would like to improve in your kids 100 percent, and you want to correct that in them but you're preaching to the choir like for sure so it you have to analyze within yourself like okay how can i better improve in this area so that i can save them from the pitfalls that i experienced because i had this character thing within me or right. so and just guiding them through that. It's so, like you're learning every day. <laughs> every day's a new struggle to to um, tackle, yeah. a new thing to tackle. And just especially having to analyze that within yourself to grow and to correct that within yourself. And then how to teach and guide your kids through that. It's, it's tough. but. Yeah. It's so rewarding. Yeah, it it really is. It really is. And then and then one of the things that is as we wrap it up is, man, finding something that both like you and your kids enjoy, like something oh, you can I've enjoy got a together. Ton of those things with my kids, like comic cons and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, that's the best. Yeah. So I, my my oldest really wants to go to one. So like we're gonna make it happen. Like so we'll have to like all like 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 party up and and hit up the the nearest one here. Cause I'm sure it'll be a ton of fun. He's asking to go. He likes to draw and all those stuff. And he's huge, huge, huge Sonic the Hedgehog fan. I mean, just massive. So, um, yeah, I mean, he'll, so, so yeah, so it's, it's one of those that we're, um, uh, but I've tried to get him to play destiny and kind of scary for a kid. It really is, man. It really, especially for those of you that don't know, and you try to get your kid into it, you know, just be patient with them. Don't go to the moon. Dude, no, so I don't know if you tried it as a new light, but so that's what they call you is a new light. Yeah, so you actually start off in the Cosmodrome where you have to go spelunking and you run into all the hive. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, for sure. And the wizard, like, is the wizard shows up, like, not far away where you shoot him, you know, like the wizard, like, right in your face. 100%. While the knight attacks you from behind. I mean, it's. (laughs) You know, like, that's overload for a kid, dude. If you got the headset on, oh, bro, and so and uh, and his like first experience with like Destiny was at like seven, mm. and so it just didn't it just didn't go well, you know. So he's kind of like pushed it off, and every once in a while he'll hop on and try it out. But for the most part, he's um, yeah, he's gotten he's just gotten stuck with uh, you know, some Smash and some other stuff. But uh, it's been. It's been, but find something that you can do with your kids together that you both enjoy 
Um, and man, that'll help you in, in a long, long, long time. So I'll let James wrap us up. So as it gives me the look like, wait a minute, bro, hold up. Uh, so I didn't do my, um, bad. Oh yeah. Worst yeah. Thing that's about right. Being a dad actually. But some, for me, it's just seeing the end goal of something like, like I need you to put your water cup in this cup holder because I don't want you to spill it because if you spill it I have to clean it up I have to change your clothes and we're not going to get to go do this fun thing that you want to do yeah and just seeing that end goal having to break it down every time and just that patience essentially is what it boils down to of just being patient and understanding that they're learning how to do life Right. Like everything is new to them. And consequences. What do you mean? Yeah, like you have to they have to learn that consequences exist. And that's huge for a kid. Like and being patient with them along that journey and not just freaking out or blowing up about every little thing or having to explain every little thing. Like my son's three. He asks why about everything. And like I said, that's what I was as a kid. I was the most curious kid ever. And I don't like, I had a lot of people that just got annoyed with me. Like, why are you asking all these questions? And that for a time period. And and you're asking, why are you annoyed by the fact that I'm asking these questions? Yeah. (laughs) And like, I sunk within myself kind of, and I Mm. wouldn't ask questions. I wouldn't be as curious as I wanted to, because people always criticize me for that. Mm. I don't want... I want my son to be able to be curious. I want him to be able to follow every little thing that he's curious about. And I understand where that comes from because that I was that person. Right. And I don't, I get frustrated with all these million whys, but just that constant reminder of I was that somebody criticized me for that. And it, I was dampened because of it. I don't want to do that to my son. It's hard, but He's worth it. Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. Because you want, I mean, everyone, we all have the same, especially, you know, I think, yeah, well, not, not, I wouldn't say especially dads, but every parent, you really want to give your kids, um, the, the, you know, a better life than what you had. You know, I mean, I think think that's, that's fair to say for all of us, you know, we, to the best of our ability, we want them to have more opportunities, whether that be, but you also don't want to take away the struggles that, you experience that helped you grow. So it's that absolutely balancing act of, okay, am I coddling them too much? But I also want to provide for them more than what I had. Yeah, no, for sure. And then, and then, it, yeah, like I said, in that balance is like, okay, like what are you doing to make those opportunities? Is that sports? Is that something, you know, like, you know, not just school, but is it something that where you're like, okay, Hey, a job, you know? So I, I mean, I worked with, you know, teenagers for 15 years. So got to see a lot of those different things where you you had to you know parents had to figure something out for their kids and I would always recommend that to them whether it be you know like I said sports something extracurricular but where you have those challenges and some of that is just not like you said like man you don't get to come to the rescue it's like hey like no you gotta you gotta figure it out yeah because there's so much growth in figuring it out and you see your kid going through something painful or hurtful and it's tough but you gotta 
Like, yeah. you got to figure this out. Yeah. Like, the more you mess around, the more you find out. <laughs> 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 you can use some other words in there, but it's the truth, though. The more you mess around, the more you find out. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us, man. We really appreciate it. Looking forward to episode number two. We'll have more topics coming your way. Uh, this will be a weekly drop. We're looking forward to everything. Please do us a huge favor. Uh, comment, subscribe, send this to somebody. Man, we're just going to keep hanging out, having a great time. Looking forward to seeing you back here every week. We love you guys. Y'all are awesome. God bless. <laughs>